It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Jake from the Total Screamers podcast. The Premier League's in full swing and that means it's time to throw on your club shirt and make sure you don't take a nasty tackle below the waist. Our partners at Manscaped are here so you stay clean and take care of yourself where it matters most. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs with the code SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. That's SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Total Screamers podcast. Today we've got a special episode, it's the end of season awards, and we've got a full compliment, the whole squad is here. Say hello Simo, how are you doing? Hello. Simo's That's back. It. <laughs> That's it, it's all we're getting. <laughs> That's it. That's it. An awkward hello. Normally I'm in the other day. Never say these things. <laughs> say hello Jed. Hello mate. How's it going, bud, alright? Yeah, fine thanks mate, how are you? Yeah, good. We're also joined by Paul. Hello, what's going and finally, last but not least, Billy. Billy, how's it going? I'm very well, thank you, mate. How about yourself? I'm excited for this pod, boys. It's going to be a good one. Uh, yeah. Billy, I hope it's not too villa heavy from you, but you know. It we'll, uh... genuinely isn't. You might be surprised. That is a surprise, actually, <laughs> uh, to be fair. <laughs> uh, Where's Billy gone? <laughs> Who are you? What have you done with him? <laughs> Boys, we're going to start with our player of the year. Uh, Simo, we'll come to you first. Who's your player of the year for this last Premier League season? Uh, before we get started, I'll just, I'll just get it out. This is a big girl legend. And I'm having yeah, it. Simo is drinking. For those of you that, that aren't watching the clips, Simo is drinking a, a massive gin. So he's having a, he's, he's enjoying the end of season party oh, yeah, <laughs> quite happily. Yeah. Still going. <laughs> so, uh, if his, if his tone uh, changes halfway through the episode, I apologize. He's probably yeah. just pissed. Yeah. <laughs> this, this would be me till August as well. Um, 
my player of the year, and I do believe there's only really one right answer to this, is Harry Kane. I think who had the strongest season. 23 goals, 14 assists, 13 in the match awards, which is ludicrous. Um, he did have the strongest player, uh, the strongest season of any player in the Premier League. And I do, I do believe anything else is the wrong answer for this question. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. Jed, are you going to be controversial and go against everything Sarah's uh, just said? <laughs> no, I, I do agree. I think in terms of an individual season, Harry Kane's had the best season in the league. Mm. Um, I do think that Kevin De Bruyne has also had a brilliant season though, but that yeah. typically goes without saying. Um, but they, they'd be my two, uh, but Kane edges it for me. Uh, do you, question for for all of you, do you think the likes of De Bruyne and, and Kane sort of, when it gets handed out these awards, you know, the Players' Player or the Writers' Association Players and stuff, do you think they get overlooked because it is a consistency thing, they are that good all the time? Do you think that people just want to pick someone else because it's almost a bit edgy to do so? Yeah, I think it happens. It happens every year, you know, with these with these players. So these players that consistently perform at the top end, uh, people just don't like to see them win because it's a bit <laughs> yeah, the same old, yeah. same old again. Um, <laughs> but you know, but you, you can't go off the numbers. It's 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 there and ridiculous. You know, black and white for you. It's, <laughs> Harry Kane was the best player this season. <laughs> but I'm a massive Harry Kane fan. Far far from it. But uh, yeah, he, he's he's had an outstanding individual season, uh, and I think it goes it says more about him that. Considering it taught them had a poor season, uh, and you know minus their cup final, you know seventh place is just yeah. Uh, so to still put in the shift he's done, I think is um, highly impressive at the very least. <laughs> Perfect, Paul. What about yourself, mate? Who have you gone for? Um, I yeah, I have three. I'm going to talk through. So I was going to say Ooh. Salah as a potential shout, um, yep. just because even when Liverpool had like their worst season for a while he was still on form a bit like Kane um, yeah. got very close to the golden booth boot um, and then I don't like him but Mason Mount had an unbelievable season for it did. his very level basically like at the start of the season or even halfway through the season you wouldn't have thought that he'd be in the England team but it looks like he might mm. actually be starting um, but now I'm going to pick um, Diaz as I think he's had the best season along with winning the league and kind of being the main reason that they won the league. I think without mm. him, um, they wouldn't have won the league. And he does yeah. make, it's quite clear to see that he makes Stones a way better player as well and just kind of brings a complete calm to the defence. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Diaz as the player of the year. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I think it's often overlooked a little bit about John Stones as well, is the fact that he was dead and buried at City. I mean, he was nowhere near that starting lineup, was he? And then he, he's all of a sudden, a bit uh, like you said about Mason Mount, you know, you'd never have said at the start of the season, John Stones would be the, one of the first names on the England team sheet. And, you know, here we are, and you're looking at a defence and you think, I want John Stones at the centre-back. Centre so, uh, yeah, like you say, mate, I think Ruben Diaz has definitely at least given John Stone some confidence to, to show why he got that move in the first place. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a really good shout. Billy, who have you gone for? And is it a Villa player? Um, I've actually gone with Esri Conza, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, Simo's face then. Villa was for shocked. It looked like you just spat in Simo's face when you said Esri Conza. 
tired of hearing about this geezer. Tired of hearing about this geezer. You know, we spat his pink gin out then. Yeah, I know. Uh, Harry Kane, Billy, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be Harry Kane. Same reasons as Simo gave, to be honest with you. You can't have any complaints at how, just how good he was this season. Mm. Very good points, boys. Very good points. Billy, we'll stick with you. Young player of the year. Is it Ezri Konza? <laughs> it. It was very close. <laughs> but no, no, for me, there's only one man that it can go to again, and that's Phil Foden. Yeah. He's just such an incredible player on the ball um, and really living up to the hype that was put around his name. At, at such a young age, a lot of players tend to buckle under the pressure. Mm-hmm. And the way that I think Pep Guardiola's managed him has just been sensational. And he's just... He's just so good. <laughs> and yeah. for me, he's a certain starter at the Euros. Question, mate. Do you know, uh, I know a lot of people have been talking about Foden for a while and I've, I've, I've got this hype around him. But do you think this is this real breakout season where he's sort of announced himself as, yeah, I've, you know, I've come off the bench a couple of times in the past and I've started the odd game here and there. But do you think he's now one of the, A, the first names on the England team sheet and, and that Man City side? Do you think he is sort of their key man along with the likes of De Bruyne? Uh, 100% for me, mm. yeah. I think, as, as I just mentioned, the way that Pep Guardiola's guided him, rather than let him go out on loan, he's yeah. been surrounded by world-class players working with the likes of David Silva week in, week out. And to be able to replace someone like David Silva is nigh on impossible, Yet to replace him with someone who's, what, 20, 21 at the max <laughs> yeah. is just, it's insane. It's insane. As you just mentioned, the Euros there again. For me, it's it's either Grealish or Foden in that uh, middle attacking mid spot Stop for Foden, me. And, <laughs> and, which, and whichever one it isn't goes out on the left wing. So they're both yeah. in the squad for me. <laughs> Just whichever way Raj want to put it. There you go, Paul. He beat, he beat you there. He beat you. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was coming. <laughs> That's it. He's right. He's he's he saw you a mile away now. Old Billy would have. Old Billy would have knew about that. Yeah. Uh, Jed, Jed, mate, we'll come to you. Who's your young player of the year? Before I say, I just want to put out there. I agree with everything that Billy said. However, um, my young player of the season is Mason Mount because, and I'll tell you why, because I think that um, at the beginning of the season, Phil Foden was still on the fringes of the Man City squad and he's established Mm. himself over the course of the season, more so in the second half of the season. I think Mason Mount has been Chelsea's best player all season. Um, And I don't think many people would disagree with that. Um, I think there's been, there's other contenders as well, like Ruben Diaz is still young. Uh, he's, He's had an amazing season as well. I just think in terms of um, a young player who is so key to their team. Mason Mount's been more key to Chelsea than Phil Foden has been to Man City. Um, yeah. However, I, I do still absolutely love Phil Foden. I think he's a brilliant player and he will be a, a like, world-class player. Already is. He's going to be amazing. But my young player of the season is Mason Mount. Great shout. I, I agree with you, mate. I think if you take Foden out that Man City side, it's <laughs> still beats so anybody when, on its day. So when they took yeah. De Bruyne out, it... They replaced yeah. him with Gundogan and he scores 13 exactly. goals this season. Yeah. You uh, take Mason Mount out of a Chelsea side and they struggle. They, I mean, they struggled to yeah. score goals and create chances, but <laughs> I mean, they, they would struggle even more <laughs> to do that. Uh, Paul, we'll come to you next, mate. Who is your young player of the year? 
Um, I went with Foden as well. Um, mm. Yeah, can't really disagree with what Billy said for once. Um, <laughs> I feel he's only 20. It's just insane. Like, yeah. To, yeah, to be in the city, like that strong a city team and to be mm-hmm. pretty much starting, yeah, like definitely in the second half of the season. Um, yeah, I think he's the young player of the season for me. Um, and yeah, he's basically played his way into the England team, which is unbelievably impressive. Um, be interesting to see what happens next season. I'm enjoying yeah, next, all that. I think next already. season is a, is a big key, I think. We have, like you say, if he, if he keeps living up to the hype that, that surrounded him, then I mean, God knows how good this lad can be. You know what I mean? Pep's, Pep said he, he's on messy levels in terms of people that he's worked with at that age, isn't he? So, I mean, to even be mentioned by Pep in the same sentence as Messi, I mean, that's one hell of a compliment. So I'm sure, I'm sure Phil will be buzzing. <laughs> Simo, finally, who's your young player of the year, buddy? Oh, actually, Jess kind of stole my thunder. I was actually uh, I was going to be the only one to say uh, Mason Mount today. Uh, uh, so I'm a bit disappointed. One, because you didn't come to me before Jed, and two, because Jed is going to say to me. So, Jed stole your disappointing day. Uh, <laughs> The uh, the Jed makes a bell, but to go into <laughs> why I picked Mason Mount, I think if you're and if we're giving out individual awards, you've got to an, uh, analyse it as the individual. And I think um, for a lot of the reasons Jed said, I think Mason Mount is the best player at Chelsea. He was a linchpin for Frank Lampard. Mm. He's now the linchpin for Thomas Tuchel. Um, he's had an extremely uh, like numbers wise six goals, five assists, four man in a match. He doesn't look blinding on paper but I think any of you if you actually just watch what he does and all these other stats like he's more yeah. in depth ones that are like stupid high as well so it's he's just extremely extremely important to the Chelsea side and I just don't see him skipping a beat next season either he's 22 mm-hmm. years old and he's not really had the 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 nurturing that, that Phil Foden's had as he's not <laughs> a pick at all just easing him into like and learning from David Silva and Kevin De Bruyne, you know, he was a derby a couple of seasons ago <laughs> on loan. It was he's had Frank Lampard telling yeah, him that he's you're great, maybe, mate. You're great. You're great. <laughs> and maybe his breakthrough is, is due to, um, to to Frank Lampard getting the Chelsea job, you yeah, know, and repaying the sort of fee because he knew probably see how good he was at derby. Yeah, um, but yeah, just just a hugely impressive player. He wasn't um, that good in the playoff final. I'm I'm so glad in contrast to Simo I'm so glad that someone else said Mason Mount and I wasn't Mm. the only one because I I would have been an idiot then for me it's a toss up between the two of them I th- I agree with you t- with uh, Jed and Simo I, I think I think it's Mason Mount just because of the fact that if you take him out of that Chelsea side Chelsea are, are terrible if you take Foden out you know like I said earlier that it's the same side just missing one world class player because you can put another one in for me it is Mason Mount as well I mean he it, when you watch Chelsea, you see that he's constantly after the ball. He wants to make them tick and, and he does make them tick. And when he's not playing well, I tend to find that Chelsea aren't playing well. Um, so that, that he would be my, my vote out of the two players. If Nat Phillips was 23, he would have got the vote, but you know, he's not. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simo, we'll start with you for this one. Surprise package in terms of player. Who's been your surprise player of the season? Um, oh. My surprise player of the season that it might surprise you is uh, Tom Suchek. <laughs> um, Tommy Suchek, I've put him uh, in the top five players of this season. He's been mm. hugely important West Ham's, um, you know, wonder season. 
that nobody really seen coming. You can guess who my surprise team of the season is. Um, <laughs> ten goals, one assist, uh, six man of the match awards for Thomas Suchek. Uh Six aerial duels, one per game. And that's insane because he's not a centre-back. <laughs> a lot of centre-backs. Don't, don't, and he's played virtually every game this season as well. So it can... <laughs> Continuously gets six aerial duels, yeah. over six aerial duels, one per game. Uh, it's hugely impressive. He's he's a great player. He can go forward. Um, he can defend extremely well. He's so good at uh, in the opposition mm. box, and he's got a great pass on him as well. And you know he's 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 a great athlete. I think he's got a lot to his game that people don't really. Um, they just kind of see the big lad kind of getting on the end of one in the box, but. Yeah. I think if you watch him, um, he's he's actually he's a he's a proper baller. He's a really good footballer, and uh, for me, yeah, um, big surprise to to see him do as well as he did. An absolute bargain buy uh, in the January window uh, last year mm. uh, for David Moyes. Um, hugely important to West Ham's great season for me. And that's why he was the my surprise player of the year. Can't argue with that, Jed. Who have you gone for, mate? I, I promise that me and Simo didn't confer about this before we came on. Um, no, I've I'm also got now. Thomas Suchek. I've also no got oh, go on, man. Yeah. Go on, no, man. No, I swear to God. I swear to God. It's here. I mean, I might reveal some of my other answers if I put it up to the thing, but I have got Thomas Suchek written on here because he has been the surprise package of the season. He has. Like, Simo's just summed up everything that I wanted to say about him. Like, okay, we can move on. So. Good <laughs> <laughs> For one time, I hear from Billy. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got against Thomas Suchet, Paul? <laughs> no, nothing. Oh, that's brilliant, man. Right? <laughs> that's absolutely brilliant. I don't need to say anymore. I don't need to say anymore. Oh, that's quality. Fair enough. Fair. Billy, <laughs> it's your surprise player of the season. <laughs> Uh, it's actually Thomas Suchet. Yeah, It's Jesse Lingard for me, as as much as it oh, may yeah. surprise you. Fair enough. I yeah, mean, that does, after all the slam that you did in the Greek yeah, chat. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 13 goal contributions in 16 games. And for such a risky signing, in my hmm. opinion, it could have gone one of two ways. How it has or he could have just been dancing around the dressing room every two seconds, chanting beans and <laughs> not, not playing any football, but fair, fair play to him. He, he stuck by his football, showed the talent that he's got. Mm. However, I think for England in the Euros, in that position, there are much better players, mm-hmm. e.g. Foden and Grealish. But yeah, I think he's, he genuinely has surprised me with the amount of goals and also the assists that he's picked up as well. Great shout out Lingard. I mean, since January, like you say, what a revelation he's been. Uh, unbelievable. Completely different player. Looks happy to be playing football again. So yeah, fair play. Paul, who have you gone for? I'm going to move away from the West Ham loving and I'm going to go for <laughs> Patrick Bamford. Um, oh, nice. So for this one, yeah, like it's... What, he got 16 goals last season in the championship and 17 goals this season. So just for that reason is enough. But um, I reckon with Bamford, he kind of surprised himself as well as everyone else. I'd say like Bielsa obviously kept the faith the whole time. But I'd say like you obviously think you're going to score goals and have belief. But like he couldn't have thought that he'd have a good a season as he did. Um, so yeah, he's my surprise pl- player. Fair play. Yeah, again, 
all of the picks you can't argue with. They've all they have all been a, a great surprise. But Bamford, I think, especially because he's had a lot of there was a lot of question marks whether he could do it in the Premier League. You know, he, he played a few games in the league before and struggled. Everyone's sort of saying he's a Championship player. And he, he proved that, you know, he could cut it at this level. Uh, it'll be interesting next season to see if he still can, whether he is a, a one-season wonder. But I think if this sort of style of play that Bielsa plays and Leeds play, I think he'll pick up exactly where he left off for me. Simo, we'll come back to you. Who's your surprise team and why is it West Ham United? <laughs> well, <laughs> it feels like... Um, feel, I was, it was actually kind of stuck between um, West Ham and Arsenal. My surprise was going to be Arsenal would have as poor a season uh, mm. as they did. Um, I maybe expected maybe just to hang hang on in the edge of top six. Uh, I did not expect West Ham to get anywhere near the season. Having, given that they were just fighting relegation uh, the season before, um, but they've, they've earned their European football. They've got their, their Thursday nights away. Um, and they've, they've, you know, COVID regulations <laughs> being well, they'll have a few. They'll have a few good away days. You know what I mean? So uh, I think that the job that David Moyes has done is just. <laughs> it's hard to really just put any a, a short statement, but I think what he's done with the side and and how clever he's been with signings, like Jesse Lingard was a huge one, uh, yeah. building on whoever, building on Billy set. I, mm-hmm. I think it was a wee bit of a risk uh, because it looked as if they were about to drop off. Uh, they were just kind of edging games and a, and a one goal margin. Then Jesse Lingard came in, gave him a sort of new lease of life. And granted, they did drop drop off near the end of the season. Uh, a lot of that maybe down with Declan Rice's injury. Mm. But, you know, still still a hugely, hugely, hugely impressive season from West Ham. Fair play. Jed, who have you gone for? And is it West Ham? If it is, we're no, moving it's on. it's not, actually. It's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, um, <laughs> I know. Shock. I bet it was as well. Um, he's changed it last minute. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't actually... <laughs> <laughs> One word genuinely, genuinely wasn't. Uh, my surprise package was Leeds, uh, mm. just because I think that for a promoted side, they've had a really good season um, yeah. to finish in the top 10. Um, I, I didn't expect them to be as entertaining as well. You know, you know, prem- promoted sides typically have to you know, sit in and defend more and they've just sort of gone, ah, fuck that, we're just going to go and attack and try and outscore our opponents. Mm. I think that, you know, I, I didn't really see that coming because in... The championship, obviously, they've been one of the dominant sides under Bielsa and were before that anyway. Yeah. So you expect them to be to be dominating teams. Um, I, I thought that they would be a bit more sort of conservative in in the Premier League, and, and they haven't been. Um, they've been really entertaining. So they're my surprise team. I, I agree with you, mate. I think Leeds. I wasn't surprised that they did well. I thought they would do well. I was surprised that they actually managed to keep it up the whole season because there was a lot of talk about sort of Bielsa's style of play and the fact that Leeds might not be able to to last the full season in the Premier League doing what they do. They dropped off in a couple of games. That's to be expected. I think every side definitely has dropped a few clangers this season. But for them to to keep it pretty much the entire way through the year and finish in the top 10, I mean... Brilliant. Um, you know, he's got he's got the likes of Patrick Bamford scoring seventeen Premier League goals, so fair play to Leeds. Uh as Billy mad, will come on. As, on, as mad mate. as it my my team's actually Leeds as well, but as mad there as it may go. sound, I think they the Premier League helped them a bit mm. to, to sustain it because there's twenty teams in the Premier League, there's twenty four teams in the championship, yeah. there's more games, more mm. fatigue over the yeah. duration of the season. So I think that has helped them out a lot. But coming into the season, I didn't really understand the hype around Bielsa. Now, yeah. 17 goals for Patrick Bamford 
proves the hype around Bielsa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because yeah. for me, I think with, without Bielsa and the players that they've got, mm. they're certain to go down, in my opinion, because... And this is why I'm not surprised at all that Bamford's actually been left out of the England squad because yeah. he's had the most big chances missed in the league. And with Leeds's style of play, he's always going to get chances. So if he misses one, puts it to the back of his mind, let it go away, and he's going to get one two minutes later. And yeah. for any striker in the Premier League, playing in a side like Leeds, creating as many chances as they are, I think it's a given that you're going to score a lot of goals. But yeah, I didn't expect them to do anywhere near as well as what they have. As Jed said, coming into the Premier League, you normally you go a bit more conservative, but they just went all out and, I mean, credit to them. I've got to say, though, that West Ham and Villa actually both came close for me, mm. particularly Villa, Villa. because... Yeah, because a, a, a lot of people Absolutely had us to go down. Absolutely shocked to the league. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a lot, a lot of people had us odds on to go down and we proved them wrong, in my opinion. So Villa were Valid closed. Point. However, yeah, Leeds take it for me. Paul, what about you? You got anything different? Yeah, I do actually. I'm going to go for Ooh. Sheffield United. Um, I think the surprising thing maybe wasn't that they were in a relegation battle, but that they were down so early. <laughs> they only finished like three points behind West Brom in the end, but like they were relegated since maybe November, basically. September. Yeah. <laughs> August, <laughs> <isn't> it? yes. <laughs> Before the league started. Um, so yeah, that was not surprising that Brewster didn't live up to his price tag. Kind of surprising mm. that he didn't score a goal. And then the probably the biggest thing was that not everyone thought Wilder should be sacked. Like he's part of the league and they had one for ages and everyone's like, Yeah, keep him, he's a great manager. Like, <laughs> he's class. Uh, Look what he did two years ago. Um so yeah, that was just the whole Sheffield United thing. But it'd be interesting to see what happens now. If they come back Yeah, straight back Yeah, up. surprise pack I I I agree with you, mate. I think I was surprised at how shocking they actually were because uh, they were actually all right last year. <laughs> but they, they, I think it's they overperformed last season, though, didn't they? Sure. Oh, massively. Yeah, massively. of course. Yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think the fans as well had a massive part to play. Because yeah. yeah. That, you saw it after the lockdown as well. With no they were fans terrible, weren't they? Yeah, they just completely dropped off. Yeah. And, I think the momentum that the fans had when they were in the prem or in the first part of the uh, their first season back in the Premier mm. League, it just pushed them through, and they just got on a roll. As well, injuries I think have been a massive part of Sheffield United as well. Mm. Jack O'Connell uh, sustaining long term injuries as well, and a lot of that um, the the three centre backs for. Sheffield United were broken up for the first time. So, yeah, I think that along with the fans played a massive part in them going down the season. I think think their tactics didn't age too well either. Mm-hmm. They didn't really mix it up, and they, they stuck with it. Even though the the three centre backs were broke up, they did try and stick to that. You've not seen a centre back by the byline crossing one in. Um, over both centre backs overlapping, wing backs are underlapping and stuff like that. Obviously, it was a wee bit revolutionary. I think that's why people rated Wilder quite a lot because he was he was um 
willing to play expansive football and you know Sheffield United weren't a team tackled a lot a lot of their um, ball recoveries were due to interceptions and I think once mm. you figure that out um, it's quite a, a lot of managers they knew how to play against Sheffield United and Wilder didn't really seem to adapt to yeah. <laughs> adapt his tactics to then <laughs> having the players to be able to you know a centre back thing going cross one by the byline you know those those those, <laughs> those are few and far between but I um, on a funnier note you know I just we, I just remember the the pods we were doing back then and just so bad. It was just it was good times. It was good times. Simo, we'll stick with you and we'll stick with the manager theme. Who's your manager of the year and why is it not Chris Wilder? <laughs> um, I was I stuck between well, you know Pep Guardiola has obviously had an exceptional season, hasn't he? He's probably going to go and win a treble um, if he can go and win this Champions League final. Uh, but I went with David Moyes, David Moyes, because I just, I just think, for a lot of yeah, yeah, so I don't want to, so I beat you over the head with that, but West Ham will be this season. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you noticed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so just so I didn't have to put that ball of fraud, um, down that. <laughs> I agree, Fair. I went with Moyes as well. Moyes as well from Paul. Jed, did you go yeah. Moyes? I actually went Steve Bruce. Steve no, Bruce. I'm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I never went That's Steve such Bruce. Such a Jed selection. Oh. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Really it wouldn't surprise like... me. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, of course, of course, it's David Boys. Of course, it's yeah. David Boys. You got Billy. You got West Ham into Europe. No, Dean Smith. No, I'm sure as as you can all guess, it's David Boys. <laughs> Are we just going to keep doing this, boys? Yeah, to be fair, it wasn't funny when I tried it, did it? (laughs) No, I know. I know. I don't care. Uh, The thing is, though, uh, at least Billy would like, he'd stick to his guns with Dean Smith as well. He'd just die on that hill. Dean Smith. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dean Smith. Dean Smith. Dean Smith. (laughs) Uh, uh, Boys, uh, sign of the year. Who didn't have Jesse Lingard? (laughs) I've not got Jesse Lingard. Oh, I'm nice. Okay. Lingard. Okay. All right. Billy, what did you have? We'll start with you. Your signing of the year. Billy I think he's frozen. Do you want to come I back? I think he's frozen. frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Simo, we'll go with you. Who's your sign of the year? I'm glad he's not here to hear this. Uh, I've actually met me, Emmy Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's not met me, Emmy, is because I think he went for a decent price tag. Um, and I think I had Villa, like, I thought Villa might have went down this season. Hmm. But, you know, has 15 clean sheets, which is ridiculous. Uh, only Mendy and uh, Edison had more than him, mm. uh, more clean sheets than him. Uh, I think he's had a really impressive season. I think it was, he, he definitely contributed to Villa having a, a reasonably safe season and they were never really in doubt of going down. Mm. Uh, but I think if you, you know, <laughs> they had Pepe Reina in last year, <laughs> which is mad. <laughs> Old man Pepe Reina as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they were aware it was something they had to address, uh, and they went and did it. Um, yeah, so I think he, the impact he had on Aston Villa is why I went for signing the season. Because massive, massive signing he yeah. was. Yeah, ridiculous. They could have been in trouble. Mm. Yeah, like you say, those fifteen clean sheets as well. <laughs> That's like stupid numbers from Villa, especially last season. Mm. Jed, did you? Who did you go for? Also went with Eddie Martinez. <laughs> Martinez. Uh, yeah. I put I put Martinez slash Ruben Diaz um, just because I think that. 
in terms of the, the impact. <laughs> I'm lean, I lean more towards Martinez, to be fair, because he, he was just like, I think I don't think that there's a player that had a bigger impact on a team. In, mm. Like a new sign that had a bigger impact on a team than Martinez. Like, yeah. like Samo said, like, they addressed that area of the pitch perfectly. And I don't know how many clean sheets he ended up on. I think it was something like 16 or something like that. It's, like ridiculous for um, a player, you know, at Villa. You don't expect that. So um, I was really impressed with him. He's. I lean more towards him, but I also think Ruben Diaz was a, a brilliant signing for for mm. City. Yeah, I don't know. Fifty million pound defender to a five hundred million pound backline is a stroke of genius. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Paul, but he's really good, though, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, who have you gone for? Bud? That's a very good point, Jake. So on that note, I went for a free transfer and picked Cavani. Nice. Um, good shout. Yeah, I think he just. I genuinely think they wouldn't have finished second without him. He. Yeah. He, I think he just like he scored a lot of goals, obviously, and like was scored goals out of nothing at times. And it was the first time I'd ever seen him properly play like regularly. Yeah, and so that was that was just really good. And but yeah, I think he made a big difference to their lineup in general, like Rashford and Greenwood. You could kind of tell they were learning off him, and you could tell that he like actually cared where about the team and how they played, and was actually invested in the whole thing, even though mm. it seemed like on the outside that he just came for a payday or whatever. Um, so yeah, it was turned out to be an unbelievable signing. Um, yeah, see if he does it next oh, season. Um, it's not a bad shout actually because Cavani has actually dragged Man United through games at times Definitely. as well this yeah. season. Like, when that they Europa to, League final as well. Didn't when they, they've had much. to come back like from behind, the man hmm. to to spark the comeback or you know get the goal that they needed, it seems to always be Cavani. Yeah, very yeah, great shout. Cavani there for me. Uh, sadly, Billy's gone, so we can't listen to him talk about a Villa player for an hour. <laughs> Martinez, <laughs> well, he would have said Martinez as well, sure. Yeah, yeah, he's got or Ollie Watkins or someone like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll oh, just yeah. get the, the, the same old Villa drivel as we get every week. <laughs> Only joking, Billy, when you listen to this back. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was really similar to when um, they went and got Zlatan. They went and got uh, an, old, you know what? an older, experienced striker who helped him out a lot yeah. in a key area of the pitch and then get to the Europa League final. Only difference is that. <laughs> maybe got them over the line. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was coincidental that the year that year they got her. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think? Um, do you think when Cavani goes next year, they'll just do it again? They'll just keep doing this, oh, getting yeah, a th- thirty-five-year-old striker yeah. in for a season. Andy Carroll to Man United. <laughs> Andy Carroll. Uh, uh, he goes there and gets 15, 20 goals a season. <laughs> ridiculous! Absolutely ridiculous. Um, sticking a with transfers, years, it'll, be, it'll be like a forty-year-old Lewandowski, won't it? Yeah, very much could be. Oh, I think you know what. I think this is a this is a trend that needs to that needs to take off because you know, like the the third choice goalkeeper trend at the minute. If we can get like centre forwards, like thirty three and over centre forwards to come in at a team. <laughs> you have to, you have yeah, to have I'm a very 30, much on board with it. Yeah. Thirty plus old centre forward up front. <laughs> very much on board with it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be decent. We'll stick with the sort of the player theme signings and and players in general, lads. Who's been your biggest flop of the season, Simo? We'll start with you. You look happy to have this one. <laughs> Because I fucking said it would happen. William, we were shocking for Arsenal. <laughs> it's dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. Uh, I don't oh. know if we're on, pod- 
the podcast at the time when I said it, but um, you know, I remember having a conversation with you just specifically, Jay, and I was just being mm. like, this is stupid. I know he finished the season strong with Chelsea, but he's very much used to that system and the players around him. Yeah. It's not the same as going into a brand new team that, that's essentially <laughs> on the down. Um, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and the fact they gave the 33-year-old a, a three-year contract is... <laughs> it's so Arsenal, isn't it? Yeah, I was just like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Maybe, and of course maybe, it was uh, shocking. Of maybe course they he saw, had a terrible season. They saw United yeah. sign Cavani and thought, yeah, we'll have a slice of that pie. It's all right, really. Aged player. Buying 33-year-old wingers. Like you say, I think the most shocking part is the fact that it was a three-year contract as well. That's oh, William is absolutely laughing with that deal. He's buzzing. Yeah, get, yeah we'll get paid the contract, you know. Apparently <laughs> he's leaving. He's, he's definitely leaving, but he's, he's getting the, free, the money for the three years anyway, so exactly. he's really not bothered. As far as he's um, concerned, he's getting paid, <laughs> he's getting paid two years from me. <laughs> Jed, uh, we'll come to you next. Who's been your biggest flop of the season? It's got to be Timo Werner, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. What? Just, just no, because. What? There are champions. <laughs> so much money. He came for so much money with so much expectation on him. And he did. look how many he chances did. He's, he's missed and wasted. And like, it's got Chelsea be would be much, him. much better off if he'd have actually scored goals this yeah. season. <laughs> like, if all Timo Werner's goals counted, they'd have won the league already, mate. <laughs> so it's, I mean, he's I, the biggest plot in I terms can, of signing. I can see he, Jed's point. I can definitely look how much see money his he point. cost them as well. Like, William was a free for Arsenal. Timo Werner cost like 50 odd million. Yeah, mate. To get seven not, goals. So they don't care. They yeah, don't care about yeah. the money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but just because they don't care about the money doesn't mean it's not a waste of money on, on a player. <laughs> no, he's not had a shocking season, mate. He's not, he's in, they are in a Champions League final. But that's not down to him. <laughs> Outperformed by a 34 year old Olivier Giroud for me for most of the season. <laughs> do, do you know what? I, no, I, I, I think that's true as well, but I don't mean that I'm, I'm quite, in, I'm quite inclined to, to agree with Jed. I think Werner's definitely. I'm going to die on that me. hill, mate. He's I, the biggest player yeah. of the season. Reeks like, of it, both so of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's true uh, it's true like I said mate it's, 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 it's mainly be, it's mainly because he costs so much money man like he's offside every every other yeah. minute as well Literally, as we like, discussed on the last pod he's offside uh, all the time but it, it doesn't score, matter if he, he costs can't money. score simple like, chances like it does matter if he costs money though Paul to be fair because if someone <laughs> if you spend money if you spend okay, money on someone and they don't perform yeah, but Falco didn't cost Man United that much. Like, I think he was on loan. Like, if you if you if you spend so much money on a player, you expect to to get a return on that money. And and he's not he's not done that. Bear in mind, yeah, fair enough. He might have a better season next year, but he hasn't done that in his first season. He's not lived up to the expectation. He's flopped. I don't. So the thing is, I get the Go whole on, Paul. Thing. Go All on. Right, fair enough. Fair enough. The money. <laughs> But Chelsea, the thing that only works if the argument is we could have spent it better on someone else. But with Chelsea, they don't care what they spend their money on, so they don't mind if they spend fifty million or they could have bought him for eighty million if they had to. And he hasn't lived up to the hype, especially. But they are in the Champions League final. They did get Champions League football, and yeah, he didn't score that many goals, but he has been starting for them. He's the been whole all right. Season. Yeah, yeah, and he has started for them the whole season, which means that two different managers thought he's worth the like fee or whatever to lead the line and yeah I think I obviously yeah I think he'd be better next season as well well that's because it's it's either it's either him 34 year old Giroud (laughs) or Tammy Abraham who's not good enough to play for Chelsea (laughs) that's the the only reason why he's carried on starting up front like it's not I, I appreciate I understand your argument but for me 
the answer's Timo Werner. There we have it. Paul, go on, give us your answer. <laughs> Who's your fluff? Um, I actually agree it's Timo Werner. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just arguing for the sake of it. That would be um, the most poor thing to do I've ever seen. It would. <laughs> it would. <laughs> um, the biggest flop, it was, um, yeah, I mentioned Brewster. I think Brewster's hmm. had a terrible season. Hmm. Um just no, yeah, no goals. And he, like, he was bought to lead the line and keep, not even keep Sheffield United up, kind of like progress them or whatever to wherever they wanted to go and to just score no goals and to not even get into the starting 11. That's mm. just terrible from your record signing. Um, but no, I'm going to go with Van der Beek. Um, Ooh, he was another one who's bought with a lot of hope, I guess. Like, like I'd say most fans hadn't seen him play that regularly, but, um, yeah, it's just such a strange one. He's, because Solskjaer like proved last night that he doesn't have a big squad, like or he doesn't trust a lot of his players. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I just I'd love to know what Van der Beek's doing wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He must be just terrible. I guess. Like that's it. Imagine being I honestly the think I think it was just down to those like a decent, a really good player comes available, and you've just got to go buy them because you're Manchester United, and then you just worry about how you fit them in. Um, <laughs> to the get there, but Van de Beek must be absolutely furious because he's played a lot of football up until, whoop, up until going to him. <laughs> Jesus Christ! To his head, Dude, mate, you need to slow down on that, Jim. <laughs> For those of you that uh, are, are, are watching this segment, chair. Simo's just stacked it, and then he fell off his chair. Drink some of this gin again, my balance. <laughs> um, what was it talking about? Van der Beek, Van der Beek. Van der Beek. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why he's done. Um, he was obviously he was having a great career. Uh, essentially, and I'm sure he thought he was like, I'm getting in this midfield. Who have I got ahead of me? McTominay, McTominay, and Fred. Fred. I'll get in this midfield. You know, I was playing Champions League football with the Ajax beating Real Madrid. You know, so it's yeah. Now he's. No, can't That's get it. Fed. I feel sorry for the lads because he, you know, he must have turned up and gone. Yeah, like you say, he looked at that midfield and gone. Yeah, I'm getting in here. A few gays have gone by and he's thinking, you know, blending me in slowly. And then it's come to the end of the season <laughs> yeah. and he's gone. I've played about eight minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I turn up to training every day. Of he's like a, in the Carabao Cup. A, yeah, he's like a proper clean cut lad. You know, he, he I imagine he turns up every day, nice shiny boots. You know kits nice and pressed and ironed and and he, he's looking and he's going why am i not playing <laughs> like and then pogba's <laughs> dabbing in the corner and he's like yeah he's playing <laughs> like, yeah. um, but no i don't know i don't know what's happened with van der Beek, but it's a great shout ball um, must have been extra sore that. you know when it's 105 minutes into a game and you think come on <laughs> let me on there <laughs> <laughs> the manager's not made himself and it's a cup final <laughs> yeah, come on he's, that's it as well he's, he's one of the, the players in that squad who's had you know success winning finals like, do you know yeah. what I mean it's like how are you not picking him how's he not getting on this pitch do you know what I mean oh, I don't know Billy we'll come to you mate who's your flop of the season um, for me there's only one player that it could be you've made great points for Van der Beek I cut out for Werner, so I don't know what was said. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, Ryan Brewster for me. Hmm. Just zero goals, zero assists, and 25 million of the Queen's finest great British pounds. <laughs> How? 
<laughs> you know what? Sheffield United should genuinely take Liverpool to court for that. It, 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 how have you managed to get 25 billion pounds out of like, him? Michael what Edwards you... has got a habit of of um, just conning clubs for like <laughs> yeah. crap young players. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah, know what Dominic really Solanke good. is He's a great player and you need to pay 20 million pounds for him. <laughs> Jordan Ibe is also a great player. You need to pay 20 million pounds for him and clubs just go... Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's not, I mean, we have a habit of selling strikers to clubs and then seeing them going down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The message isn't totally crystal clear now. Don't buy young strikers from Liverpool. <laughs> Everyone watching Divock Origi is going to be thinking, oh, we better not get him. Divock Origi's going to go for 70 million now. He is, you know, he's got he's got pedigree behind him, unlike the others. <laughs> Man United when he's 37. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's what we'll see. No, great, great shouts, lads, with their, with their, I mean, Jesus, uh, some, some bad plays in there. Uh, we'll go to the next, uh, topic, I guess, is, is best game or, or result of the season. Uh, Simo, we'll come to you first because I'm going to leave Billy to the last. We know exactly what he's going to say. Uh, Simo, go on. Did we have to go to Billy? No, we'll just pretend he's not here. This is, this is a, this I've is got a podcast, man. He's just praying for his Wi-Fi to go again. Yeah, yeah. We'll just mute him. We'll just oh, no. mute him. <laughs> I disconnected. I'm so sorry, boys. Carry on with him. Yeah. Uh, I've been for Man United 9 uh, Saints now. Um, because it's 9 now and obviously I feel like it will happen every season now <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's become one of those things I think if you see Southampton go like 4-0 down it's worth putting a bet on and it's going to go to 9 um, it's a great shout yeah there's not much more to say about other, that is there <laughs> other result out there that I don't really want to massively talk about but um why not? Yeah, let's just, that's, that's, I just don't want to talk about it, Billy. Do you know what? I, just, I started this podcast. We're not talking about it. <laughs> like, a lot. And I'm hosting it, so we're also uh, skipping Billy. I've had a gem. You know, we're not talking about it. <laughs> Jed, come on, mate. We'll go to you next. What are you saying, Jed? Out of respect for the Liverpool fans on the podcast, uh, I'm going to say the game of the season was Man United 6, Leeds 2. Um, you can't. That, that, that was a great game. It was a great, great game. game of football. That was oh, also was the, uh, the game that Simo pick... said Le- Leeds would pump United in as well. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, um... <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> you, you died on that hill, Simo. You, uh, I like, did. He was uh, like, That's going to be a fucking piss then. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I, those, those were my words as well. I was proper arguing for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy was... two minutes in, scored two goals. <laughs> Simo uh, messaging... Messaging the group going, oh dear. <laughs> I think about uh, this one wrong, lads. Yeah. For me, for me, that was that was game of the season. I think you could pick a number of Leeds games and argue that they were the most entertaining game of the season. Uh, but for, yeah. for me, that one was that one stands out most because it was just end-to-end. It was great, for, great football being played like, from both sides. Even though Leeds conceded six, they still, they still played some great attacking football. So, great game. <laughs> Great shout. Billy, go on then, get it over with. 7-2, let me guess. How did you guess? <laughs> I don't know. It was pure disbelief, wasn't it? Really? I know it was. From everyone. <laughs> as soon as I uh, saw Adrian on that team sheet, though, you knew it was coming. 
Oh, oh, all this Adrian tax nonsense. He is. He's, he's, he's on the other side of the goal for half of them. Salah scores you, two. <laughs> How you had Van Dyke and Gomez? <laughs> And Robertson and Trent. Should we go through the team, shall we? It's all cancelled out by Adrian. No, I I I agree with you, Billy. It's a it was a, a ridiculous game. A ridiculous yeah. game, ridiculous result. And it, you know, it showed this this season's been crazy, hasn't it? And it's produced games like this like throughout the the year. Um but no, I I, I there's not much you can say about it apart from the fact that it was mental and Villa fully deserved it. So, you know, there you go. And as a, as a Villa fan watching it, I was nervous until the 90th minute as well, because <laughs> at the end of the day, you're still playing Liverpool hmm. <laughs> at five, two, they can still come back quite easily. <laughs> I was shitting myself. <laughs> I know. I can, the last thing you imagine is it's being five two up, and then thinking, "Ah, oh, we're going to throw this away." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, no, great shout, mate. Paul, go on, and we'll come to you last. Who? What's your your game or result yeah, of the season? I wasn't a Liverpool fan. I'd be going for that one as well. But um, <laughs> I, I'm going to pick the City Leeds game. That was one all towards the start of the season. So that was or, a really good game. Yeah, yeah I, I thought you meant the one at the the Etihad. That was also a good game. That was a good game as well. Yeah. <laughs> that leads one in the last one. minute. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a great game actually. Um, and then City Leicester as well when Leicester won five two, I think. Mm. Uh, great so game. Seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was class. <laughs> I don't know. Leicester you were game was and Setty is a is an honourable mention. Jose Mourinho is United as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that was that was ridiculous. That start of the season when Tottenham were like destroying teams, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" I remember saying to my dad, "It was Spurs were three 0 up against West Ham mm. at the at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium," and I was like, "This is Spurs' title to lose now." And yeah. then they go, then they go on to draw the game three three. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that game deserves a shout to be fair. That was that was, yeah, that was a yeah. great game. That goal as well. That is that the yeah. one with the Lanzini screen. Lanzini yeah, yeah. last yeah. minute, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. That idea. Unbelievable. It's been Unbelievable. so many good games, hasn't there, really? Yeah. This year has been it it's been terrible in a lot of ways, but it's been there has been some absolute yeah. crackers at the same time. Uh it has been a mad, mad league just you know, Do you know from what? start to finish see for every one of those great games there's been two shocking no-nos yeah. <laughs> I fucking start <laughs> like involving either like Newcastle or Crystal Palace any big six fixture any big six yeah. game yeah, yeah. Oof, God, so other than Spurs six. United actually yeah. <laughs> 6-1 just before the 7-2 good shout that was a mad weekend, that, to be fair. Very, oh, very yeah. mad. It was a mad Started three on a high hours. For those Liverpool fans. Started yeah. on a high. Started on a good <laughs> note. Oh, wow. That was great, wasn't it? Look at him. Look at him getting bumped. I can't wait to go bomb Villa. I'm amazed you none of you have mentioned the Liverpool 7 0 yet either. I mean, it's Crystal Palace. It was Crystal Palace, <laughs> Palace man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's right, 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 right,
It was a great game. It was a great game. For me, result-wise, it's got to be uh, Alisson winning, winning the game for Liverpool in terms of oh, results. Was- Massive result. Yeah. And what a moment. That's my yeah. that's my, that's my best game. As well. And it's, yeah, and against Big Sam. And Big yeah, Sam's yeah. meltdown after the game was unbelievable. He still talks about it. <laughs> Let it go, Sam. Like, if, if we had one for best post-match or worst post-match, post-match, it would be that big Sam interview. It's essentially, <laughs> Sam, why are you not renowned me best prom? Uh, well, they want me to stay, but I'm not staying, and it's your fault. By the way, why don't I have a job in Sky Sports? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he had a meltdown. <laughs> it's so sad to see one of, one of the legends of the game in such a, a poor state. <laughs> Well, oh, it's brilliant to see. For me, <laughs> I think fantastic the, to see. The, the brilliant news is the fact that Real Madrid are now looking for a manager, and Big Sam is also looking for a job. Oh. So we might oh, finally yeah. see that that move happen. <laughs> oh yes, so, Sam Aldeicio. Aldeicio yes. uh, finally gets his <laughs> big f- move to Spain. The, fir- <laughs> the first time Real Madrid get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the scenes <laughs> in the bed of our when Big Sam turns up with a tub of gravy. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what? I've always it was actually off. like sunglasses on. The banter moments. Right, boys. The banter moments. We've seen Big Sam back in the league. It's just there's so many of them. Like Michael and Antonio said they went long ball, and Sam was like, "He said what? He's disgusting." Yeah. <laughs> then he said, "I go long ball." <laughs> it's like stats show they've got like 30 possession possession you've played you've played it short you yeah. 90% of your passes have gone fucking 80 yards <laughs> oh, brilliant brilliant oh, boys well. we're gonna, we'll end it on a on one final one worst VAR decision a, co- a comedy of errors this year from VAR I mean it's been an interesting year to say the least in terms oh, of video yeah. I want to try my one is uh, the Eric Dyer handball um, where he was <laughs> up in the air and his arm, like he jumped to gain some leverage in the air and as his as he was coming down the ball hit him on the arm from a yard away and it was a penalty <laughs> from behind as well wasn't it from behind yeah, yeah. yeah like it was oh god absolutely dreadful ridiculous. dreadful moment that's Jed Simo we'll go to you what have you gone for. You know what? If I if Ken Hall like merged into one total like <laughs> shambles, I'm just <laughs> it's hard to remember all of them. One, but all I think of them. All of them, there. But one in particular was in the the uh, the ref. I think it was like blew the whistle before the ball went in the net, oh, and then God. far overturned it, oh, and then yeah. re overturned it, and then it was just yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't understand what was going on. <laughs> you know, at any point during the decision, was this was this the, the season as well where Brighton, Man United Brighton. got awarded a penalty yeah. after full time? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my yeah, that's one. Good, it could only happen yeah. to one team. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Paul, was, did you say that was your pick? Paul, was that your pick? Was it? No, no. Um, my well, I guess it's more the rules as well. But uh, yeah, my first far one was when Bamford pointed to where he wanted the ball, and it's like <laughs> four arms. <laughs> like how unlucky you want to get? So bad. There were so many like that. Obviously, but that was oh, just so comical. You have to look, you have to look so back bad. at that before as you'll cry. <laughs> oh. like two feet, like on side, but his arm is like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. draw the line to his finger. Oh, <laughs> oh that's oh, so shocking, that, isn't it? 
Mine is also Newcastle against Tottenham, but an honourable mention would be, um, I can't remember who it was against for Phil Foden, but it was Ollie Watkins against West Ham as well. Both similar incidents. Um, they were quite clearly fouled. Ogbonna had his arms around um, Watkins's neck in the penalty box. Foden was brought down by the keeper in the penalty box. However, they both stayed up and yeah, they, they were both clear fouls and they were punished for staying on their feet. Yeah. I, you're, to, you're told as a kid to play honest and stay on your feet. Yeah. And you've seen on the biggest stage in the world that it's conned. just, yeah, you get, you're better off going down because you'll get a penalty for it, which, yeah. but they're honorable mentions, but the Newcastle Tottenham one was just atrocious. <laughs> it was terrible. For me, it is the, uh, the, the Brighton Man United one. The full time whistle's gone and VAR bring it back and restart play, which I never <laughs> thought you could do. And give United a penalty, scores the penalty, and they blow for full time for the second time. <laughs> like, what about the, um, I've just thought oh. of another one while we were talking. What about the Jordan Pickford challenge on Van Dyke? Oh, the, uh, the, 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 the ludicrous, dangerous rule. It doesn't matter how offside you are. They're like, no, oh, yeah. Put yeah. Up his flag. You, you can't. And uh, you can't the keeper's just allowed to just wipe you out and assault you in the middle of the pitch. But it's that's, got, that's got to be up Because there. you were offside, it doesn't. Yeah, dreadful. That, and, and also that game, Mane being offside when he's, he's clearly onside yeah. as well. It's also dreadful. I've, um, oh, I've, thought of, I've, I've, also, I've also thought of a category we've not done yet as well. Go um, goal of the season. Oof. That's a shout to be fair. Lamella's so many enough though. for me. Yeah, Lamella. Rabona. Rabona, yeah. Lamella's That's what I've got written down. <laughs> 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 you know what? I'm, I'm going to go against the grain. Lanzini against Tottenham. Oh, yeah, that was a better as well. Unbelievable. There's been some cracking goals, I think. But I think that Rabona, just the technique and all of it, just just quite yeah, peaks yeah. it for me. North London Derby. And it's in a North yeah. London derby. Yeah. North yeah. London yeah. derby. Rabona, Magnus at a North London derby. There's <laughs> <laughs> enough to get you over the line for goal. Again, it's classic Spurs though, isn't it? Because like you say, Rabona, Magnus lose the game. <laughs> uh, it's just like, you got this absolute genius. Yeah. And then, like nothing. It counts. It means nothing. Like it absolutely means nothing. <laughs> right. Well, well, lads, it's been a thoroughly entertaining show uh, and one that I've enjoyed very much. Thank you all for, for joining. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget if you go on to manscaped.com, you can still get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code screamers20 at screamers20 at manscaped.com. We've got some uh, good things lined up as well in terms of a season review for each Premier League club that we'll be pushing out onto Twitter. So if you're listening and you want to get involved, give us a message and we'll uh, we'll talk some details. Thank you all for listening and cheery bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sport Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 